0: Hi, I'm Deb Crow, and I want to welcome you to Season 3 of Imperfect, the Heart-Centered Leadership Podcast. This is a podcast where we connect, learn, and laugh together with authentic and courageous leaders from all over the globe you will learn from leaders you haven't even met yet. You will gain new tools to add to your leadership toolkit. Leadership belongs to all of us. It's not measured by stature or title. So please pull up a chair and listen in. This is the Heart-Centered Leadership podcast. Well, here we are at the end of February 2023. And again, Our richest commodity of time seems to go faster and faster as the weeks click by in this new year of 2023. We've had some interesting weather, lots of fun things going on. But as you're listening to this, I am honoring my self-care and I am lying on a beach right now in Los Cabos, Mexico. So recording this before I leave next week and hoping that you are honoring yourself by taking some self-care. And what does that look like for you? You know, it's interesting in 2018, I saw such a need among my coaching clients and the organizations that I was working with and self-care. It wasn't really synonymous with work-life balance. And as I've said on this podcast before, I'm not a big proponent of the phrase work-life balance. I don't think we ever seek balance, get balance. I think we seek integration and feeling really brave and sometimes at peace with how that all fits, work life, personal life, and just being able to anchor ourselves to be calm and choose joy, whatever the equation looks like on either side of work or life because they consistently show up in each other. Work always shows up in life and life always shows up in work. So very, very interesting. Back in, in 2018, I created a women's self-care conference and I was so scared to have the initial one in my own city because... You never want to fail in your own backyard. So I went to Toronto and I was blown away at how quick it sold out. I was really taken back that women were craving this, especially professional women, women at the executive and C-suite level and HR and talent management, it it was so interesting to me because I was looking at this of as through the eyes of a disability case manager. And I needed to remove those rose-colored glasses and just look at it as a woman and put myself in that equation. And I think we have periods in our life that are just so busy, we look back on them as we age every decade and say, How did I do that? So I took that idea, had a successful conference in Toronto. We took it across Canada in 2019, which was amazing. We had a beautiful conference out in Calgary, Alberta. It was sponsored by a wonderful tech company. And I remember lying on the floor of this beautiful room in this building. And it was freezing. We were experiencing a polar vortex. I think it was minus 45 with the wind chill. But as I laid on the floor, I was looking out through this beautiful blue colored glass window, which was the whole entire wall. And the sun was shining and it was really cold. And I remember feeling, wow, I really did this. I had set an intent. I had had a vision. And I said at the first conference that I was going to take the conference across Canada. And then I did it. And it was just like basking in the affirmation of I am capable of amazing things. So my theme this month has been looking at my vision, looking at my goals. What am I doing in Q1? And ticking off boxes mesmerized by the element of surprise. I talked to you in January about teaching yoga at our local greenhouse at Heavens. and just really embracing equanimity, mental calmness and composure. So every Saturday morning since the beginning of January, I've been teaching three yoga classes. Never thought that I would see my coaching and my yoga be fully integrated together. And I'm not a typical yoga teacher. I like to start with a deb talk, and I like to have a theme for the practice and guide the beautiful people that show up and make that self-care time. And I allow them to ground, whether they're they're in the chair, yoga class sitting in the chair or they're settling into a beautiful position of Shavasana and just surrendering to their mat. And I asked them to honor their equanimity. And I asked them what their intention is. Why did you show up on the mat today? Or why did you show up sitting in the chair? And more importantly, what are you going to leave on the mat? Or what are you going to leave on the chair And then the most important, what are you going to take from the mat or what are you going to take from the chair? And it's been such a beautiful sequence and flow to the hour because then we do the traditional chair yoga flow or the gentle flow on the mat. And then we end in a beautiful meditation that allows me to anchor them back to the beginning, to the Deb Talk, to what the theme was. and there has just been such positive feedback and a theme of the people showing up for yoga to embrace that they can do more of what they love. So at the end of February for my solo podcast, I want to present that to you as the listeners. What are you doing to do more of what you love? How are you honoring your self-care and equanimity. I firmly believe that once we realize that we are already found, already who we are meant to be, we can start the process of discovering and becoming who we really are. And what if you could be a heart-centered leader and also feel what does that look like because it's not in leadership language it's not in business acumen but if you could lead and feel otherwise known as being a heart-centered leader I can tell you wholeheartedly you can balance your independence and still allow your creativity to shine You can feel confident to bring new information to your team. You can bask in the joy of leading without obligation and really honor who you are by being self directed, having those affirmations that begin with I want, I am, I choose, I get, I will. So powerful. Because I've said it before, we are all in the people business. The world is now borderless. So how can you bring this type of languaging into your leadership so that it comes from your heart? It has feelings attached to it. And is your company a company that has this valued and it's in their core beliefs their mission statement, their constitution. Because it's really easy to put words on paper, but if you don't have the action to go with the words, they're just words on paper. The last two weeks, if you turn on the news, the world is heavy. All of us can see what's going on in the world. And what I can tell you for sure is we can always control who we are, and what we do. We can also be heart-centered at the same time in all that we are and all that we do. And over the last two weeks, there's been a lot of talk about trust, which is the foundation to all relationships in our life, whether it's personal or business. And I got into a great conversation with a CEO about damaged Trust And he wanted to talk to his executive team and talk about the top five sources or examples that he had seen over the course of his leadership journey. And I think the biggest one and the first one of five is unmet expectations. We get so attached to titles and stature that that identity becomes the equation of how we interpret our own worth and worthiness. That's both in life and career. If I had a dollar for every time a leader told me, I didn't think I would be this age and doing this, I would be very wealthy. The second point is comparison. We all get caught in the comparison game, comparing ourselves to other people when... When we adapt a healthy, positive mindset and we're confident and we have limitless self-awareness, enjoy being in your own lane. Enjoy who you are. Enjoy your astuteness, your creativity, your innovation. That is where progress comes from. Comparison is just going to add Elements that are not attached to joy in your life and every emotion that can come that is negative, and that's not what we're looking for, especially in leadership or our personal life. The third one is damaged trust. When there's been damaged trust in a relationship, it's a loss. And I find a lot of people don't take time to acknowledge the loss grieve the loss and when you don't get over a loss you're anchored and holding on to that grief and it's being pulled into everything you're doing in your life and it does show up in your leadership the fourth element and an interesting conversation with the CEO is secrets If you are carrying a secret or a failure that's deep and hidden and so entrenched in your mind and in your heart, please find someone to talk to. Please release it. You will not move forward with any relationship until you're able to release what's holding you back. And the last one is being a busy bee. Too busy being, too busy being this, being that. We are not human doings. Allow space, white space. I say that a lot on this podcast. Put in the white space. Allow your mind to have silence. For without silence... You will never be able to experience or believe or benefit from the joys and strength that come from equanimity. Damaged trust isn't a task. It's not a he or she or they need to get over it. As a leader, this is where you can recognize how your leadership at that high level, executive and C-suite, It's not transactional, it's transformational. And it's transformational because you have done the inner work to become heart-centered. You can relate on every level to anyone coming to you to listen, to slip into the observer's chair, and see, and feel, and also hear the emotion that's not showing up in the words. I also did a few team building exercises this month with some really dynamic companies. And I asked them what they thought success was. And it was really interesting to hear all the different versions of what success felt like. And it opened up an opportunity to really lean in and talk about why they chose what they chose. And then the COO asked me in front of his group what I thought success was. And my response was success is waking up each day in good health and happiness. Mm-hmm. And to celebrate all the joys that are going to lie ahead. I got some interesting looks, but it opened up another beautiful conversation that today and every day after is what we choose it to be and how we start our morning. And I'm not going to go off on a tangent about morning routines and the 5 5 a.m. club because I think... Everybody has their own superpower for what the morning looks like. What works for me might not work for you. What I did in my 20s when I started my business isn't what I did in my 30s. What I did in my 30s isn't what I did in my 40s. And now halfway through the 50s, certainly different over the last three decades. Growing, pivoting, changing And when you work with international markets, there is no nine to five because we're working at different times of day and night to accommodate. So I'm asking you to think about what sets the tone for your day, what works, what doesn't work. And if something isn't working, what are you doing to change it? Think about it. Because when you think about it, then you want it, and then you get it. And it just allows the opportunity to meet yourself where you are right now and be thankful and be grateful. And it's one of the reasons I continue to do this podcast. We are almost, I think we're past halfway now of season three, and every single week, we profile another extraordinary leader from around the globe. And my guests are making a difference. They're not afraid to share their voice. They love and we have laughs about imperfection. And the dialogue of I don't know the answer to that, or simply I don't know, it shows up regularly in their leadership. So who do you think is a heart-centered leader? I want to put that question in your mind and heart today. And I want to action and ask all of you, who can you call or email or text or maybe pick up the phone and have a meaningful conversation to let somebody know how they might have changed your life, your trajectory, how they've added to your personal and professional development You know, I'm continuing to write my leadership book, which will be out later this year. It's been the most exciting and stressful project I've ever done in my life. And I've interviewed a lot of leaders for my book. I think we've surpassed 221 leaders this week on the podcast. And it just continues to bring joy to my life. And there's nothing better than recognizing greatness in someone else. So how can you pay that forward today and reach out to someone who has maybe helped you or brought you to another level or taught you something? You hear me say it on a regular basis, art-centered leadership is honoring your connection with people, all connections, all people, work and life. My wish For the world is that we could all let go of stature. Could you let go of associating your self worth with an identity attached to your work? It's what you do. It's not who you are. When we build trust and rapport, that is indeed the foundation for all relationships. The sector doesn't matter. Your stature doesn't matter. Time is our most valuable commodity. It's essential that you spend it wisely as it's non-refundable. And I can tell you wholeheartedly from the loss of many of my family members sitting with my five executives many years ago, volunteering at hospice, at the end of your life, none of it matters. And one day you will realize that material things mean nothing. All that matters is the well-being of the people in your life. So happy February, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with me today on my solo podcast. This is Deb Crow, and this is Imperfect, the Heart-Centered Leadership Podcast. top T in March. <music> Joining me today on Imperfect, the Heart Centered Leadership Podcast. I hope that you've enjoyed the show today and learned some new tools for your leadership from our amazing Heart Centered guest. And if you like the show, we would welcome a rating and review on whatever platform you listen to. And we would love to have any comments or feedback at any time. And if you want some more Heart Centered goodness, Head over to our daily blog, MasteringTheHeart.com.